it's good for these guys who who are working their tails off to have some fun. section singing Rocky Top after Tennessee's 20 to 10 win over Mississippi State. That sounded pretty darn good. Hey everybody, I'm Patrick Murray and welcome to the WBIR 10 Sports Podcast. The Vols snap a six-game losing streak against FBS opponents. The last time they beat an FBS opponent was against Kentucky last November. That was also the last time they won an SEC game. They snap a four-game SEC losing streak with the win over Mississippi State. And the big story was Tennessee's defense. Played its best game of the season by far. And we said over and over again coming into the game that stopping the run would be key for the Vols. Mississippi State running back Kylan Hill came into the game leading the SEC in rushing, averaging 119 yards per game. The Vols held him to 13 rushing yards on 11 carries on Saturday. And here's what Jeremy Pruitt and senior linebacker Daniel Batuli had to say about that. I think our guys done a really nice job game, gang tackling. I think our defensive staff done a phenomenal job putting a plan together. You know, going into the game, we felt like that we needed to make their quarterbacks beat us, uh, not let this guy beat us. And that's kind of what we tried to do there. And I think our kids done a nice job executing the game plan. Uh, we felt the frustration coming out of him the first two plays of the game when we uh, when we were all just hitting him. So, you know, there's not one play where I saw just one guy tackling the ball here. It was 11 guys trying to run to the ball and make the play, and uh, we just got to keep that a style of play each and every week. We'll get back to the defense in a minute, but first, the other big story, Tennessee freshman quarterback Brian Maurer making his second career start. He got his first start last week at home against Georgia, got the start again against Mississippi State on Saturday. He made some plays, showed a little more with his legs this week. He had 41 rushing yards on three carries. He made some mistakes as well through two interceptions in the end zone that cost Tennessee points. And then late in the second quarter, on a scramble, Maurer was trying to run. He was upended, landed on his head. He finished that drive. A couple plays later, he threw an interception in the end zone to end that drive. And then he came out of the game. Jeremy Pruitt said afterwards he had a concussion. They thought it was best to keep him out of the game. Jarrett Garantano came in. Maurer finished 4 of 7 for 61 yards and 2 interceptions. And Tennessee was very conservative on offense throughout the day. Only 14 pass attempts compared to 44 rushing attempts. But hey, it worked out. 44 rushes, 190 yards for the Vols as a team, 4.3 yards per carry. You'll take that. And it seemed like they got even more conservative when Garantano came in the game late in the second quarter. They ran the ball nine straight times when Garantano came in. His first series, they ran it three times, then kicked a field goal to end the half, and then they ran it six straight times in the second half when Garantano came in before they finally threw a pass, a screen pass to Juwan Jennings. But Garantano did finish the day 6-7 of for 106 yards and a touchdown. Here's what Jeremy Pruitt had to say about being conservative on offense. You know, you have to sometimes call a game based off the scoreboard and the way the, the team's playing. Our defense was playing really well. Um, you know, right before the half there, you know, we were pretty conservative. Uh, we stayed with the same game plan as the game went. You know, our defense was playing pretty good. We didn't want to make a mistake. So um, it's kind of the way we called the game there. Uh, can we win a bunch of games like that? Probably not. 
uh, but that's the way we needed to play to win this game. A concussion for freshman quarterback Brian Maurer, but after the game, he was walking around with the team, celebrating with the team. He even jumped into the first row of the student section to celebrate with the students for a minute. So he didn't seem too bad after the game, but you want to be careful with those concussions. Don't know yet his status for next week's game against Alabama, but Jeremy Pruitt will surely be asked about it at his Monday press conference. Like Pruitt said, you're probably not going to win too many games that way, playing conservative on offense and just relying on your defense. But Tennessee's defense was certainly up to the task Saturday against Mississippi State. They had seven sacks. That's the most the Vols have had in the Jeremy Pruitt era. Also had three interceptions and ten tackles for loss. They had some young guys and some newcomers make some big plays. Aubrey Solomon, the transfer from Michigan, had his first career sack. And then in the fourth quarter, on back-to-back plays, Kavon Bennett had his first career sack. And then Darrell Middleton, the the JUCO transfer, the Oak Ridge native, had his first career sack. Kenneth George Jr. had his first career interception, and Trayvon Flowers had his first career pick, too. Unfortunately, though, Flowers broke his leg at the end of the return on that interception, so obviously he will be out for a while thinking about him as he tries to recover from that. And the third interception of the day came from senior safety Nigel Warrior, and he had a pretty funny explanation for how it happened. So we was playing a double coverage. I'm actually surprised he threw it. Uh, uh, I'm actually scooching. You know, I'm reading uh, the number two receiver, and as he runs up, he does a corner. And um, I'm trying to press into him. Uh, Sean Schamberger, he uh, he was underneath it. And while he threw it, I'm pushing into him, and I look back, and I see a brown spot in there. And I said, the only brown spot I know is the ball. So, <laughs> so I'm looking up. I'm like... I got to turn my body around, uh, and you know the rest was, you know, the rest is practice. That was just, you know, a practice rep right there. A lot of Tennessee fans were very, very excited about Nigel Warrior when he came in in the recruiting class of 2016, and they had a lot of reasons to be. He was a four-star, ranked the number four safety in the country in the class of 2016 by by the 24/7 Sports Composite, but Warrior hasn't really lived up to that billing. He was named to the SEC All Freshman Team in 2016, hasn't made a postseason All SEC team since then. And while Warrior has certainly started a lot of games, played a lot of snaps for Tennessee, he just hadn't made the big plays that people were expecting of him. Well, he made his third career interception on Saturday against Mississippi State, his second interception of the season. He's been playing better lately the last couple games, and he says he thought back on something that his father told him when he was young, and his father is Dale Carter, the former Vol who was a two-time All-American defensive back at Tennessee. Here's what Warrior said about that. Like This is when I was real young. Uh, I remember we were stretching at the crib, and uh, he was like, I always remember if you play soft, if you run around, you know, if you jog around and you play soft, you'll get hurt. But if you play hard, you won't get hurt. And then, uh, like my past, you know, my past games, I just thought about like I wasn't really running around to the ball. You know, I wasn't playing as hard as I could. And, you know, uh, I started playing hard and things just end up happening to play in my favor. 
Let's talk about another guy that had a bit of a redemption on Saturday. Another guy that was highly touted coming into Tennessee, Tyler Bird. Tennessee fans were very excited when he flipped his commitment from Miami to Tennessee on the eve of National Signing Day in 2016. He was rated a four-star, came in, had 15 catches as a freshman for the Vols in 2016. But then the next two seasons, he had just four catches. Flipped back and forth between defensive back and wide receiver, but he stayed the course, stuck around to Tennessee, did not transfer, it never crossed his mind, and he came through big time in the win over Mississippi State. He had a 39-yard touchdown catch that essentially sealed the game in the fourth quarter that made it 20-10. to And Bird finished the day with three catches for 56 yards, his first three catches of the season. Here's what he says about staying the course and not transferring from Tennessee. I feel like if you leave somewhere kind of giving up, and I don't want to give up, I'll just fight for it. And if I don't win and come up short, that's fine with me. Hopefully they see my story and just say, just try to stay the course, be consistent, just be hardworking and just go to work every day and uh, you just don't quit. You just keep fighting and uh, hopefully the plays will come your way sometimes. Great to see Tyler Bird getting the opportunity. Brandon Johnson, earlier in the week, Jeremy Pruitt announced that receiver Brandon Johnson would redshirt to give him a better chance to come back next year and have a bigger year. He has some guys in front of him with Marquez Callaway and Jawan Jennings that are making some plays this year. But seems like that now has given Tyler Bird the opportunity to make some plays as a senior, and he certainly took advantage against Mississippi State, had a big touchdown to seal the game. And good for Jarek Garantano, too. Lost his job to the freshman Brian Mack. But then when Maurer goes down with a concussion, Garantano's got to come in, did a good job managing the offense, making sure they won that game, finished 6 of 7 with 106 yards and a touchdown. A nice day for Garantano. So the Vols beat Mississippi State 20-10. They're now 2-4 and four overall, 1-2 and two in SEC play. What's next? Well, a trip to Tuscaloosa and a date with the Tide. A late night date, 9 o'clock kickoff on ESPN, and we know it's going to be a tough one. Tennessee hasn't beaten Alabama since 2006. Their last win in Tuscaloosa was 2003, and Nick Saban is 18-0 all-time against his former assistants. He beat Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M 47-28 on Saturday, and of course Jeremy Pruitt coached with Nick Saban at Alabama, won several national championships there, was the defensive coordinator there the last couple years before coming over to Tennessee. So it'll be a tough task with the Vols taking on the number one tied at 9 o'clock in Tuscaloosa next week. But this win over Mississippi State does help. It gives you a little bit of momentum, maybe a little bit more belief, gives the fans something to latch on to. And then as we look later towards the season, it gives Tennessee the chance to finish better than maybe people thought after they lose to Georgia State and BYU. They at least have a good chance to get back to 5-7. and seven. They went 5-7 and seven last year. At least they can maybe get back to that record, keep things even in year two. So after that Alabama game, here's what the schedule looks like. Home game against South Carolina. Home game against UAB, go on the road to Kentucky, then a bye week, go on the road to Missouri, and then finish the season at home against Vanderbilt. Now, all of those games, certainly winnable games, I don't think any of them at this point you could say 
are automatic wins, especially with the way this Tennessee team played in the first couple games of the season. You can't really give them any automatic wins, but there's no automatic losses there in those final five games either. And if you can win three of those final five, then you get back to five and seven, match the record from Jeremy Pruitt's first season. And if you can find a way to win four of those five, then you can get to a bowl game, which was basically the goal coming in to this season. That's what a lot of people thought. Get to 6-6. Six and six. It's a step forward. Go to a bowl game. And then after the way the season started, that didn't seem like a realistic possibility for Tennessee. But now it's starting to look like it could be again. If you can beat four of these five, South Carolina, UAB, Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. By the way, Vanderbilt just lost to UNLV on Saturday. Kentucky lost to this Mississippi State team that Tennessee just beat. The trip to Mizzou will be tough. South Carolina just upset Georgia, so you know that'll be a tough game. At least they get them at home at Neyland Stadium. So it could be an interesting end to the season. And I thought it was interesting on Saturday during the Mississippi State game, Tennessee had the 30th reunion for the 1989 team. That team won an SEC championship. They brought Johnny Majors, the head coach of that team, onto the field with several of his players to take a picture, wave to the crowd, things like that. But I thought that was interesting because I think Tennessee would kind of like to push the comparison between the team that came before that 89 team, the 88 team, and this year's team. In 1988, the Vols started the season 0-6. Then they went ahead and won the next five games, the final five games of that 88 season to finish 5-6. and And then the next year went 11-1 and won the SEC championship in 1989. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen with Jeremy Pruitt and his crew this year and next year, but I think Tennessee sort of would like to make that comparison. It was a tough start to the season, losing to Georgia State, losing to BYU, starting off 1-4, and four, but you do have an opportunity here. It's possible, it would be very difficult, but it's possible that Tennessee could win its final five games of the season. We just ran down the schedule. They could possibly win those final five like they did in 88. It's going to be tough, though, and they still have a long way to go, but it is good to to see them improve the way they have the last couple weeks. We'll see what they do against Alabama in Tuscaloosa Saturday, 9 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. We'll have plenty of coverage for you throughout the week on Channel 10 and on WBR.com. And if you're looking for more coverage from that Mississippi State win, head over to WBR.com. We've got plenty of it for you right there, and we'll talk about it more on Monday as well. Thank you for listening to the 10 Sports Podcast. I'm Patrick Murray. Have a great week, everybody.